Peace and blessings, good people. We have another show ready for you. Sit back, relax, and listen up. <laughs> I hear you, big head. But as we all know, Valentine's Day is upon us. It's a few days away. Um, so we kind of wanted to flip the script and talk about dating in 2020, the 2020 dating woes. Will you be my Valentine? So that's the topic we're going to discuss today, family. Uh, so I'm going to open up the floor to Big Ed. Big Ed, in 2020, how do you feel like the dating scene is? And what are some of the challenges that, you know, as a black man, black uh, millennial <laughs> that you face in today's dating climate? Oh, man. You T-balled that one for me, boy. <laughs> man. <laughs> man. We, we asked the tough, tough questions. Like, it's tough. It, 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 no, it definitely is. It's a tough question. Man, the dating scene is crazy. Um, it's, it's, first of all, I live in D.C. My Jesus Christ. It is, this is the central for some beautiful women. Very successful women. that's doing some things in life. Very forward. Very progressive. Um, so it's, 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 it's a lot of them. So I don't know if I'm speaking to everybody when I speak. That it's, 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 it's a big pool. Mm -hmm. Um. But it's still tough, believe it or not, which is crazy because there's so many options. Um, and not on my side, on both sides. Um, oh, yeah, D.C. Like is definitely a pretty balanced uh, district. The DMV is a pretty balanced area because if you look at the pay scale, women and men are around that same um, earning potential. Right. Well, because, because most of, most of the, the majority of the jobs are governmental. And since they are, it's on the GS scale or your teaching. So there's like a base scale that you can get. Now there's some law firms and other little things here and there that fluctuate, but a lot of the jobs are based on these set guidelines for what it's going to be. Now when you get into who gets the promotions and all of that, that's a whole different conversation. Oh. But on its face, <laughs> on its face, it's equal. Got you, got you. But I do know. Yeah, I was about to say I do know that that kind of impacts you know dating to a degree. It definitely balances the power out. It uh, balances out who goes after who, and also too what one will tolerate. Mm, mm, mm. Did, you, did you practice your T ball skills? <laughs> I did not. I did not. I, I'm just throwing stuff out there, man. I'm just speaking facts that I know. So, so tell me more about your, your experience. I know you said that it's uh, it's hard. So, from a male's perspective, tell me what makes it difficult. I think what makes it difficult depends on how you want about it. Um, I'm assuming dating when you get attention to talk to somebody because if I was just out here trying to soil my royal oats, oh, it'd be, it'd be, yeah, no, that that's nothing. But as far as actually trying to find a meaningful lapse in relationships, it's kind of tough because there are so many options. And since it's not like it used to be, you know what I'm saying? No, people mm -hmm. definitely back in the day stayed in relationships they shouldn't have. However, for the majority, when I talk to the old heads and people like that, it's stuff you got to work through, man. It's stuff you got to work through. You know what I'm saying? Just because somebody does something right now doesn't mean that them. You got to help them grow as a person, and that's what really grows the relationship. Yeah. But a lot of people on both sides aren't willing to take those steps necessary to do that. And that's what makes it hard. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, no, I got this, I got that. And of course, you all been life on past experiences. But the older you get, the more experiences that are had, 
which means the more conscious you are with me, the more or the less open you are with someone else, or the more you want to put that past situation on someone else when it's not even a situation. That's true. That's so true. that's what makes it hard, in my opinion. Um, also, too, um, you have a lot of people that are still out here trying to sort of sort of their royal loops. Um, and we're getting to the age now, 30, 30 plus. Um, I'm not really talking to nobody after 25, just to be honest, personally. Um, but those people are now looking for relationships. And some people are still just out here trying to do what they got to do. So then people are like, oh, man, uh, you know, it's really reserved in trying to get to that point because they feel like you're going to get to what some people call home plate. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to hit your walk off and walk out of the stadium. They don't think you're going to come up for your next at bat or stay for the team your franchise play. They just think you're going to get your home run and go on to the biggest, go on to the show. You know what I'm saying? And not understanding that, like, everybody's different, y'all. Right. Um, and it's like you're talking about with separate just with anything. It's like, oh, I'm not going to give you my affection or my attention yet. Because when I did the last time, this, it's like, no, it ain't even all that, man. Every, every situation is different. Um, and, it, and it comes from a really getting to, and this is something I had to talk to my therapist about recently, but it really comes to a point of self. And sometimes you got to sit back and analyze yourself, see what's going on. Um, maybe you're not ready for date. You think you are, maybe feel like you are for your age or job or family's giving you pressure. But sometimes you really gotta figure out what's going on with you. Um, I saw a like Dennis actually when I was down in Dallas and I spoke about the last episode. And he was saying that y'all been out here dating something wrong for 15, 20 years. He said that it's 15, 20 years of people that's something wrong with them. Some of them people went on and got married and mm. living lives and you still single. Mm. He's like, so clearly it's something with how you doing it that's why are you still single. It's definitely a way to so, look at it. Yeah, man. It was, first of all, it was a, a brief stuff about the fact that I went to like Jenna's concert. That was a pretty good experience, but pretty random. But anyway. <laughs> it was. I was like, life? Where did he talk about life, Jenna? I ain't heard him say nothing about no life, Jenna's up here. Nah, man. Good friend of mine. We, uh, we went down to Dallas. We were talking at the moment. Um, we went down there and we saw him. So it was her idea. So, you know, I was with it. And she came down with me for the game. I was like, we go check out the concert. Okay, okay. So I ain't gonna get into your personals, but yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. But, yeah, man, but you I know, think that, too. That was what that was. No, no, no. I definitely get it. I definitely get it. Um, but yeah, I think that you know when we look at this this space of dating and just overall companionship, I I'm a, I'm on a different side. You know, I'm more of the I'm settled down. You know, I got my fiance. We're, we're you know we're building the foundation of, of starting a family and, and you know just living life. And I think that this time, when we look at Valentine's Day and the concept of it, you know, how do I express my love and appreciation to her? You know, we've been at this thing for a couple of years. And what I'm learning is that, like you said, some things you have to work on or work towards. Like for me, communication, you know, early on in our relationship, I didn't communicate well. Now, you know, five years down the line, I probably communicate too well. <laughs> if you if you let her tell it, you like, oh, you you know, you always want to talk about stuff. You you always explain it. I get it. I'm just not ready. So it's like I'm learning that it, you have cycles and heels and valleys in your relationship where 
you may be good at one thing and your partner may not be as good. And then the ties can actually turn to where, you know, your partner is not good at that. And then you're good at it or vice versa. However you want to flip it, you know, you just have to work through it and continuously communicate. I find that in a lot of friends that I have that I talk to about relationships and even the people that I go to for advice, the biggest nugget that they give me is communication. Never leave, never take anything off the table to be discussed. Because when you do that, it turns into hiding things. It turns into building insecurities instead of killing them. It turns into, you know, dysfunction. You know, if you can't address something and then you have you haven't acknowledged it. That's real. That's real, but man, I really feel like I almost should be called look in the mirror. Because I'm about to go back to the takes a look in the mirror thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, being able to do that takes a look inside, bro. Like you have to be able to look inside yourself and understand you gotta understand that nobody's perfect. Thanks. Like I always tell people, I'm like, no one is a hundred percent behind the decisions they make. And the people right now are probably think, oh, he crazy, he crazy. We all had a moment where we may have walked out the house and was like, man, it's so cold, I should have wore a jacket. Or we got to a party and was like, man, I should have worked at this place. Right. You see what I'm saying? Not we all have that moment. So if we have moments where we don't even like the decisions we made, how can we expect to like 100% of the decisions someone else is making in a whole other life? That's a fact. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So that's what people have to learn to work through that and understand that, look, I like this person. There's a, clearly, first of all, you know, the physical attraction, but maybe it's an emotional, but I really feel like for a relationship to work, it has to be some type of physical, but that's a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. But if you, but whatever that connection is, understand that this is what connection I share with this person. And that what might have been said might have been a flaw, maybe something happened in the past, maybe something they're doing right now. How can we fix it to get through it? Or how can I take, like you said, my insecurity or whatever I feel about it and just hold it in? But still communicate it to them and let them know that this is something that how I feel and how we can work through this. It's, it's, it's a two-way street. Everybody got to work. You see what I'm saying? Everybody, yeah. two people have to work together to make that work. Yeah, and if the two people right. aren't willing to work together, then they need to move on from each other. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us are running out of, I mean, you can do it too. You can get married to the end of life, your life, right? But a lot of us would like to do it early. And when I mean early, I'm talking like sometime before 40. Yeah. But a lot of people want to come to that realization that's like, look, you got to pick somebody and stick with them. There's always going to be, for the, for the fellas, there's always going to be a more beautiful girl. There's going to be a longer head. There's going to be a bigger, bigger chest. There's going to be a bigger backside. There's going to be somebody that's fly. There's going to be somebody that, that likes sports. For the ladies, there's always going to be a dude that's more light-skinned. Dude with better ways. Dude with a bigger beard. Dude with whatever y'all like. In the end of the day, you got to understand this is the person you pick. This is the person you rock with. And it's the person that you working through stuff with. And I feel like that working together is what then puts them above that person that you might see or think is better for whatever reason. Whether it's they have a better job or better conversation or better looks or whatever it is. Um, and understand that you pick the partner. That's who you're working with. And that's what you're going to roll with, literally, mm-hmm. until death do us part. Mm-hmm. I have my thoughts about the marriage institution and the American things of that nature. But it goes back to, in all religions, you get married in front of your deity. And you're telling your deity, this is the person I'm choosing to be with. So how do you expect to get to that point and honestly be able to say that with somebody if you can't even do it from day one? 
Yeah. I And I think that you, you were hitting on a great, great point. And, I, and I'll share this and then I'll tell a story. I think that, you know, for my guys, for the black men, because, you know, we, we got this this movement, you know, black men don't cheat. Um, people think that black men <laughs> men have commitment issues. But this is what I'll say. I'll say that it takes a very it takes a man to really find a woman or find a partner rather and pour into that person. And what I mean by pour into that person, I mean that it takes a real solid person who's strong in their identity to take things of themselves and give to another person. A relationship is work. And it's easy to, to give a piece of yourself, a little small piece of yourself, a piece of your time to somebody if you're just trying to interact with them for the physical, for sex, for pleasurable moments in life. It's easy to do. The hardest thing to do and the most honorable thing to do is to really pinpoint somebody that you want to build with. Pour into that person. Love that person. Be open and vulnerable with that person. That is the most the hardest and difficult is thing, the most difficult thing to do. Because you got to address you first. Before you have a conversation with your significant other, you got to be able to have a serious and open conversation with yourself. And a lot of men, and a lot of men who listen to this, a lot of men have trouble doing that. We don't want to look in the mirror. We don't want to ask ourselves the tough question. We don't even want to be honest with ourselves about why we jump from one woman to the next. Why? Why do you even do that? And and I'm not up here preaching and trying to get cool points from women because I I got my own testimony because of that. I'm not better than as in, in the great words of Yada. I'm not better than you. I am you. So I, it was a point in my life where before I you know met my fiance now, whereas I was just I was lost, and I can just truly admit to this. I was lost. I was a guy who was out here moving from one woman to the next because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. That's what all my, my my male role models did. That's what uh the media, the rappers, the entertainers that I listened to did, the music that I listened to. It told me that I was supposed to do that. But when I actually was honest with myself and I'm like, yo, I'm doing all this. I, I got cool points from the guys, but you know, I'm 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 truly lonely. You know, I can I can lay with somebody every every night, every other night, but I don't have no connection with this person. You know, it's anything past the physical, it's like, that's it. And as men, we, we, we sometimes settle for that. And we don't realize that we need more, so we go and search for another woman. We go and search for an, another person to, to take from and not pour into. And when I was truly honest with myself about what I was doing, how I felt, and what I really and truly wanted, I, I found my fiancé, I found my fiance, but even in the midst of me finding her, I still had to have a conversation with myself to tell, to be honest and say, you not ready. You are not ready. And before you even take it to the next level or even try to pursue this woman because she's too pure, she's too honest, she's too kind and loving for you to mess up, for you to come in and take from, get yourself together. Get yourself together. And if you're lucky, if you're lucky, she's going to be available when you're ready.
or when she's ready or whenever the time is right. Cause it ain't about somebody waiting on you. It's not about that. That's not even what I'm trying to say. And a lot of people take it that way, but you have to get yourself together. And if you're not ready, you got to be honest and be man or woman enough to take a step back from that situation and get it together. And if you decide to go back in that direction, you better pray to God that <laughs> that person is ready to receive. Yeah, but I, I also feel like, too, and granted, I'm still single, but I also feel like, too, there's a level of you'll never be 100% ready. It's almost like having a kid. People are like, you ready to have a kid? As ready as I'm going to be? Yes. You know what I'm saying? You can have all the money in the world. You can have all the support in the world. Ain't nobody ready for that 3 o'clock in the morning cry. Yeah. I don't care what nobody say. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when I say that, yes, there is a level of stuff you need to work on with yourself. And I 100% agree with that, so I'm not discrediting that at all. But then yeah, it's a discernment okay. between what you have to work on with yourself and what you just don't have to work on with game time. Mike, Mike Tyson said that everybody got three until you get punched in the face. That's a fact. That's a fact. I, I agree with that. I think what I mean by, you know, being ready, this old, whole idea of being ready. I'm not saying that you're presenting yourself in a perfect light or you have a solid plan. What I mean is that you have to understand what it is that you're about to embark on, what it is that you have to do in order to make this situation work. Who you need to be in order to establish a strong connection with your potential mate. That's what I mean. All you got to do is have the knowledge. I'm not saying you got to have six figures in the bank account, car, house. All you have to do is have a mindset of this is what I want and I'm willing to work to get and keep it. Emphasis on the keep it. So it's not even about having it all figured out. It's just the mindset. Or the person necessarily. Yeah, it ain't even about that. It's just about your mindset. And I guarantee you, and I read books all the time. You know, the Bible, for one. When you find your wife, you find yourself a good thing. I think that's how it goes. It's something like that. And even I looked at, I listened to, no, excuse me. I read Think and Grow Wit. Woo, can't talk today. Think and Grow Rich where it speaks about finding a companion. It, it speaks about, you know, having two minds. Two minds are greater than one. And when two minds become one, it's almost as if you're unstoppable as a team, as a unit. So e- even other successful people, they speak about finding someone to connect with. They speak about that. Well, definitely. You got to, the connection real. But I think sometimes on both sides, people are almost afraid of that connection to almost miss out, right? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, was the fear? Was this, I forgot, damn. It's the fear of missing out. I think that is the term, fear of missing out. FOMO? Um, FOMO? Yeah, yeah, FOMO. It's FOMO. Like, people are like, dang, if I talk to him now, if I talk to her now, I'm going to miss somebody else. And you can't think that way. You got to think that this is your boat. There's a story in the Bible of someone who's like, Jesus save me, Jesus save me, oh God save me, God save me. And they would, someone came by on a little paddle boat and they were like, yo, you need a ride? And they were like, no, I'm good, God got me. <laughs> so then someone came by on like a little speedboat 
And you need a ride? Nah, God got me. And then somebody came by and he was cruising for me. I got all this on here. You good? I, I can't remember. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, and you know, there three folks that came. And the person was like, I'm waiting for God. So then God killed them. And when they got to heaven, they were like, yo, where were you at? Y'all thought you had me. It was like, I sit three boats and you didn't get on one. You didn't get on that one. Exactly. So sometimes you can understand too, you might be missing your butt. Yeah, no. And yes, you're going to live, and I'm not saying that you're not going to get married, you're not going to have kids, you're not going to be successful because you you you, forget, you didn't talk to that person when you was 24. No, no some, some people are not, though. That is true for mm. some people. Yeah, some people definitely miss their time. Some, some people definitely gonna <laughs> oh, miss boy, I, know, I know somebody for sure that did. You know, I, I got, and this, I get a lot of criticism too from my, from my female friends. Where I'm, I'm the friend, I'm the guy friend that's gonna be honest with you because I don't want you. So I'm not trying to kiss up to you and try to get in your I pants. Know exactly what you mean. You feel me? I'm gonna just be honest with you. You ask me a question, I'm gonna tell you the truth. So I tell. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think we should develop a friendship like that. I know exactly what you're talking. Man, about. I'm telling you, it's the best one you can have because both of y'all, y'all cool, y'all love each other, but it's on a platonic level. But I had a group of female friends where you know, even through undergrad, I used to tell them, I said, like, "Yo, you gonna be single." And they used to get so mad at me. And I'm like, like why you say I'm going to be single? I was like, because your mindset ain't right. Like, you, you, you're expecting something that you're not willing to give. Like, you're not willing to give of yourself, but you want a man to strip himself down and be open and, and be caring, loving, and just, just give, pour all into you. But your cup ain't even open. Oh my God, bro! You hit it dead on the nose because it was in my mind to bring you up and start talking about the con- the concept. You feel me? Like bro, your cup and your hands got to be up to catch the ball. You, you can't me? alligator arm it. Yeah. The thing open them up. That's a fact. But that, but and that's the, what I what I like to speak about too because it's like sometimes you know uh, it's not really received well when when men give women advice on relationships or dating or how they quote unquote should be. And I don't think that is. It's, it's a different perspective when, you know, a man can be truly honest and not try to just say everything right or say everything a woman wants to hear just to kind of get on their side. I, I've never cared about that. And I, I respect I expect the same thing from women. And, you know, truthfully speaking, right. women have really allowed me to see the truth in, in my decisions. Uh-huh. They've allowed me to see the truth in my actions which ultimately have pushed me to get to the point where I am today, where I can commit to one woman, when I can honestly say, you know, black men don't cheat, and I can actually mean it, you know? <laughs> I can mean it, like, yeah, you, you you ain't got nothing that you can pull out on me, no screenshots, none of that. So I'm good. But it took that cycle. It took that those moments in life where I think I was just dealing and learning from a lot of different people, mostly women, and just observing what the men were doing around me and where that led them. Because if you think about it, bro, look at look at some of the old players from back in the day. It's, I know a couple of old players from back in the day who I used to look up to. I wanted to dress like these dudes. I wanted to be just like them. They had all the women. They were stylish, had money in their pocket. Cool, right? I look at them now, you know, they in they late, they early 30s, no, they late 30s, early 40s, and, you know, they stand by themselves, you know, they, you know, they don't really have, you know, people to look out for them, 
They still out in the clubs with the 22, 23-year-olds. And it's like, man, I'm, I'm looking like, yo, you, what are you doing with yourself? Wow, you feel, it's like it's like you running around trying to fill those voids because you never took the time to understand or build a connection with somebody. You mean to tell me ment- ment- mentally you haven't developed past the 21, 22, 23-year-old stage where you're still doing the same thing? You've been doing the same thing for 20, 25 years? Some people really are scared to grow up. I always say we don't grow up. We just learn how to respond in various situations. Nah, I believe that. I believe that. I feel like because there's no real age. When you, I mean, we say 21 by law. This is what good people don't get started. Jesus Christ. But mm-hmm. we say 21 is an age where you're like able to drink the 18s when you're an adult. Yeah. I can tell you right now, I probably didn't fully grow to an adult until in my 20s. Oh, most definitely. I didn't hear the full catharsis of what's going on. Bro, I didn't hear the realization of life until I was 26. About 20, 26, 26, 27, that's when everything started to click for me. Like, when I say everything clicked for me, 26, 27, my life completely turned around. That's when, you know, that's when I met my old lady. That's when I really committed to my old lady. Yeah, man. And it's yeah, like I started to see that change, man. Once I, once you start, once you be faithful to something, like I don't care if you a basketball, football player, you're faithful to the sport. I mean, practicing, perfecting your craft, you see the benefit and the results of that. That's the same concept you should have to to yourself, to your significant other, to your kids, to your to your overall mission in life. Right, and you hit you a big point because. You look at just Steph Curry. I mean, I say Steph Curry because that man's shot is crazy. But you look at him, and it's like you look at people like him. You look at people like uh, I'm trying to think some of these rappers and entertainers, some of these actors. You see them on the big stage, but you don't see that day when everybody else was partying and everybody else was on the game. And his father, who's a big time billionaire, this man had to take shots, bro. He was taking his own shots. His own threes. He don't just get out there shooting threes. He had to go and work and work and work. Mm-hmm. Everybody tell you this. People is like, what? What Kanye say? Ten beats a day for three something. Well, you say something like that. Something like that. Like it's like, yeah, it's like you have to pour time and effort into it. But people don't see that. It's like, yeah, okay. So you might have to let go of them friends that, that single because they because in the end of the day, people are saying your single friends looking for people. Don't get it twisted. They they having fun, yes. But they lonely as shit at night. It is cold, homie. <laughs> Don't even know I got Kimmy Tash. It's a great time, but I would love to share it with somebody. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Almost definitely. I'd be lying to you. Who, who, who doesn't like body? Who doesn't like a... Uh, who doesn't like it? Right. But it's best when you can get it consistently and share it with somebody. And then somebody that can care with and want to build with and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? But then, but here's another issue that's probably why dating, especially now, is an issue. Because the way that men really should handle it, courting women, being a gentleman, and all these other little things, you see yourself. I guarantee you right now, from what I said right now, we're cuddling somebody like, oh, this little bitch. 
<laughs> I, I, I guess. I guess. I mean, but that that really just depends on what type of type of guy you are, what type of women you're attracting. Because there are some women out here who like a more aggressive type of man, and some women like more of a mellow tone type of man. Man. But, but here's the thing, though. But, but here's the thing, though. There's still a difference between that's who you are, but the actions to get there are what's not really elevated in society. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You get more attention if you out here to play a pimp. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, that was a great, great point. Russell Wilson, recently, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's been great with Sierra, but everybody's like, oh, we're so happy for Sierra. And it's all about Sierra. I don't know how Sierra's been through a lot. But it's like, why don't we big up this man, Russell Wilson, for being yeah. an exception to the rule? Right. You know what I'm saying? He and did actually, what a lot of dudes want. And actually and doing, doing it the right way. You already know. And who can dance with dude? Bow Wow, Chad Moore. A lot of people ain't going to talk to female if he knows situations like that. But Russell Wilson stepped out there. They did what they had to do. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even, apparently, I don't know how true this is, but the story is they didn't affect their marriage. And now they got the little, you know, they got the little video over the weekend where it was like, cut me out the dress. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but to get to that level, yeah, there, there's a lot more before that. So everybody's seeing the honeymoon a great point, but it's like y'all missing what they built to get there. You know what I'm saying? They had to pour in. No, nah, you're so. right. I, I definitely agree with that. And I mean, and I think you put it put it very, very well about pouring in to one another. Oh no, I locked my keys in my car. What am I going to do now? No worries. Four got keys. Cheapest in the city. Home of the $25 Fable Area Lockout Service. Don't stress. Call four got keys now. 910-391-9726. Four got keys. The $25 Auto Lockout Service in Fayetteville. 